Welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan, and today we have the consummate caddy, Chad Coach Ocinco Johnson. Chad lives down in Florida, and he's a caddy all winter long, and then in the summer he goes back up north, and he's been on the show before, but it's Masters weekend, and I just wanted to reach out to him, get some insight on these golfers playing, so we're going to watch and talk at the same time, and uh, this is really fun, so... Hang in there. Let's go watch the Masters with Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson, it's Masters week. What the heck? Oh, I'm waiting for Tiger to show up. Come on. Got you back on another rep, our podcast. Love having you on. And uh, we got the Masters in the background. I know you're watching it. You're down in Florida. Uh-huh. And, um, what hole is Tiger on right now? Oh, man, he's probably on five or six by now. What do you think? Have you been watching him this morning? What do you think? Uh, He's struggling right now. Um, He didn't have a couple good drives, and they ended up in a couple bunkers early on. Um, Made a bogey on number one, which, you know, it it is a tough hole, but there's a lot of guys making birdies. So it's, you know, it's showing that it isn't easy in a tough hole. It just depends on where your drive goes. So yeah, it just you know i had chad on um a whale shoot a while back almost a year maybe now yeah. chad the caddy down in florida and the reason i have him on here this is golf season right this is the masters behind me this is this is the super bowl of golf there we so go let's, let's go how many people do you think are at this so i actually looked it up online and they estimate about forty thousand. Um, but they definitely can see a lot more to like 60 to a hundred thousand. Hey, there's like 40,000 right here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're lining up every single fairway. And as a, as a player, you're like, am I going to hit somebody? Like if I don't hit this right, this could hit somebody and they have, but. Well, I know this, but this is just me. I'd be like, (laughs) I know I'm going to hit somebody. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, crazy. It How does it feel like, because you've been caddying at tournaments, not, you know, not this big, obviously, but um, yeah. where, you know, there's a shoot of people and you're with your, you're with your pro and you're golfing and talking them through it. And I mean, that's got to be fun too, right? Yeah. I mean, we did it at Nemecolon up at uh, uh, Nemecolon Woodlands. We did it for the uh, uh, pro-am there. And then we did it again at the concession, which is the hat I'm wearing here. Yeah, Uh, we did the practice round there and it was the same thing. I mean, we had people lining up all over the fairways and, you know, you're walking around and I'm just wondering how these pros are not hitting these people, how they're and then you're just amazed how accurate they are. They are so accurate without even asking us caddies who have played there for a number of times, who know the greens and the fairways. And it's just it's really amazing. Yeah, and these guys show up. Look at look at this shot Tiger's going to take right here. I mean, this is this is impressive. He looks super stiff to me. Just comparing him to who he was, and I know he went through that car wreck and all, but I mean, yeah. So he's already plus three. When he started, he was one under. So he's already struggled through all these holes. Now with that whip flash, he's really trying to draw it around the corner, which he did really yeah. well. Yeah. So now he's set himself up for a nice little bump and run, maybe some sort of flyer. Now we got Rory McIlroy went to pink. Um, and he's he's definitely one of the longest drivers um, on the on the tour when he's accurate. Now, obviously, this this ball went out to the right a little bit. He probably had his club face open, something like that. But yeah. Um, What's he? Why well, I haven't checked his ranking in this uh, in this tournament yet uh he he's kind of i would say medium i mean he's he's not he's done well but he's never won and you know and then he's had a couple times where he's never made the cut um so he's in and out uh but the thing is with rory this with the europeans this course does not really suit their their feel their vibe kind of thing so when they come over here they don't really they don't really get it so what do you know about neiman this guy that's that's just oh uh, he's playing with tiger he's partnered up with tiger right now 
And he's doing well. Uh, so Joaquin Neiman can hit his drive average of about 340. So his driver is on point. Yeah. Right down the middle. It's phenomenal. He's not a big guy. He doesn't look very big. No. No, he's not that big. But the biggest Where's he thing from? Do you know where he's from? Oh, I wouldn't I want to say Argentina. Okay. But I I don't wanna, you know, yeah. stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're just um, I would say Latin America. Let's go with that. There you go. <laughs> Let's go with that. He's been playing well. I wonder, does that put pressure on Tiger? You know, you'd think Neiman would have all the pressure on him because he's playing with Tiger. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Joaquin Neiman's role model was Tiger. They talked about it earlier. He's always loved Tiger. So the fact that he, Joaquin has been able to play with him with the crowds that Tiger had on Thursday, it's phenomenal. I mean, I think Joaquin was under more pressure than Tiger was with just the crowd. Because if you looked at the crowd, it was 10 people deep every single fairway. You know, and so I think that's where I was just amazed of how well he did. Yeah. Because he ended up he, he ended up three under after the round. Yeah, he's been playing well. You know, they just showed Kepka teeing off on 18 and he sucked today. I mean, he's he's <laughs> I mean, I'm not a golf pro, but I know the difference between good and bad, and that was not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was just, you know, his knee. I mean, he went through the knee surgery, and I know he went through the injury, so maybe he's feeling that. Um, maybe it's just – he doesn't play Augusta a lot, so maybe he's just not comfortable with what's going on with Augusta. Uh, what's that's their why mindset when they're playing Augusta coming in? Is it, like, different than a U.S. Open? Is it different than a – It's you know? It's completely different. Uh, it's completely different because of the greens and, and the fairway. So the like number 10 fairway is straight down the hill and then straight back up the hill. Yeah. And most, most their mindset, uh, the golfers mindsets, what are they, what are they, are they like, you know, like you said, when we first opened up, this is the super bowl. Yeah. You know, so are they like, this is the super bowl. I got to win this one. It doesn't matter if I don't, you know, Pretty, I mean, between the Masters, the U.S. Open, uh, I mean, the Ryder Cup, this is definitely one of the biggest uh, tournaments that they're looking at. And you actually have to be invited into this tournament uh, based on uh, whether you've won or whether you've scored so well. Um, it's not a tournament that you can just walk into. And yeah. so that's why we don't see people like uh, Ricky Fowler. I was just going to ask or, you about that. What? Why isn't he in it? Um, I mean, he's just been quiet. He hasn't won anything recently. He hasn't been within the top 10, uh, 20, T20, I guess. Uh, so he doesn't get invited. Exactly. Yeah, you have to, you have have to almost make off. the cut. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't even make the, the cut before they cut. Yeah, exactly. And Do they pay guys? Will they pay Tiger Woods to play in this? They will not pay him to play, no. No. Will they pay him um, to play in other tournaments? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's how it works. The only way you can get paid is if you are if you make the cut by Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then if you, you know, if you get to Sunday and then it just tears off. So the purse, which is usually around anywhere between 10 to 15 million, and then it just funnels down based on your score. Um, but no, I mean, Tiger just wanted to come out and show people that he could still play. Are you exempt if, uh, for, I mean, do they pay a fee to get in like these, does everybody pay to get into this or who, how does this work? No, no. So if, if it's an amateur event, uh, you would pay to play like, the, uh, like the corn fairy, uh, tour, uh, which is down south in Florida and things like that. Amateur events, uh, West Florida, South Florida events, uh, things like that. You would pay eh, roughly around fifteen hundred to three thousand to play, and then if you win, you get that. You you would get the purse, is what we call it. Um, but with these guys, you know. Um, so here's the thing. I went to the eighty four Lumber Classic. Uh, back in the early 
2000s and we were watching a guy putt and he missed the putt and the wife was next to us and she leaned over and goes man that putt just costed five thousand dollars you know because in their mind every putt that they make increases them up into the leaderboard which gives them more money yeah right so that's where they're looking at it the wife so is like, like that just cost me another gucci purse or whatever exactly yeah exactly so you know in their mind so for the players it's not just about being there it's about i want to get up as high to the leaderboard as i possibly can so i can make the most money yeah right but they don't have to pay a due to get into this not that i'm aware of yeah no. an entry fee or anything like that okay no 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 because they're professionals. So they're sponsored by all these different people, all these different companies, um, you know, diff, uh, Adidas, Nike, uh, TaylorMade, you know, every single company is obviously sponsoring them to play and to, to right. uh, be there. Well, that's, uh, you know, how long do they get exempt if they win the green jacket? Do you know? Is it two years or five years or? Oh, I don't know. You know, because uh, let's see. I don't know because Fred Couples won a green jacket, but he's always been invited back to back to back. So I'm wondering if you win a green jacket, are you automatically in the club? So uh, Tuesday night, they have the green jacket dinner, which is every single master's winner's uh, has a dinner and they, you know, enjoy each other's company and whatnot. So I, I mean, I figure as soon as you get the green jacket, you're good to go. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I, I don't... I, you might be right. I think that's pretty cool. Tiger has five of them. Yes. Five. Yes. I don't and think he's going like to get a six. Tiger and Joaquin Neiman are twinning today with the green. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Tiger's going to get the sixth one. Hey, so you're down in Florida, and you're caddying down yeah. there. Um, tell us the courses you're caddying on. Uh, so, uh, like the hat, I got the uh, the concession where we had the uh, uh, World uh, GC uh, Championship. They actually, the whole PGA Tour was there last year. Um, so I got to be out there for that. And then I'm at the Ritz-Carlton, Sarasota, uh, Sarah Bay Country Club, uh, which is right out of uh, Sarasota Airport. Uh, It's one of the the, uh, oldest golf clubs uh, in Sarasota, actually. Really? Um, Yeah. It's really pretty? it's, it's, It's pretty, but it's very old school. Um, so most people walk it, you know, it's like Augusta where most people walk it. Um, it's not a resort course like, uh, the Ritz Carlton or Nemecolin or Firestone, something like that. Very old school. Um, so it's, it's a treat. It's, it's fun. You get to bag carry, you get to meet a lot of great people there. So, yeah, that's fun. Do you love caddying meeting all these people and always, always, Yeah, I bet that's a blast. So you're going to go, are you going to go back to Nemecolin or are you going to go up to um, uh, Firestone? You were talking about Firestone. Yeah, I don't know. Um, You know, I had some people ask me to come up to Firestone this year. Um, You know, Tiger won there six years. Uh, Justin Thomas won there recently. It's, it's, you know, they have three golf courses. Um, The, uh, the South course is where they have the PGA tour. Yeah. I played that Um, course. That's a long, narrow course. Yes, it is. It is. You have to have very accurate drives and you better have some long irons and your five iron better go at least two ten, if not two twenty. Otherwise you're in trouble. Well, I'm in trouble because mine doesn't. (laughs) And these pros, I saw one pro here. uh, I think it was Tony Finale. He hit a seven iron, 210 yards. Yeah, let's talk about that technology. I mean, it's just it's just the 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 clubs that are coming out now. I mean, it's it's the cavity back, it's the shafts, it's it's their swing speed, it's all those different little techniques that these um, clubs are coming out with. Taylor May just came out with a new um, 
line of clubs. Uh, what are they called? Um, I can't even think of their not uh, of the name. I would see it on one of their hats because all these guys are wearing their their uh, brand. But um, yeah. you know, it's just it's just a technology. Um, so what they're doing is they're dialing back uh, the degree on the loft of the actual iron. So, you know, my seven iron would be their five iron, you know? So whenever they impact, it's going to go further, it's going to go higher. And that's where you get, you know, their seven iron to go 210 yards to it on 220 yards. And you're just looking at it going, how, how does a seven iron go that far? Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this. So a guy like me, just a normal golfer, okay, and and my handicap is, you know, it's probably 18, right? Yeah, yeah, I play with you. Yeah, so like I'm one over on every hole for the most part. How do I increase my club head speed? Like for people listening to this, how do they, how how does just a guy like me increase my club head speed by, you know, I know swing harder or whatever. Well, if I swing harder, my ball's going, woo. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whenever you swing harder and you'll see people like Colin Morikawa, when he swings harder, his body gets ahead of himself. So it pushes the club face open, which forces the ball to go to the right. So it pushes everything to the right. It's not about swinging hard. It's about coming down on the ball. You want to think about the weight of the of the club head coming down on the ball. And so some of the techniques we work on is there's um there's weighted uh sticks you'll mm-hmm. see people have those yellow balls with the you know wobbly um shafts you know they'll work on that a little bit so it's not really about swinging hard it's really about feeling the weight of the club head coming down upon the ball it's the the uh trajectory and the weight coming down and um feeling the impact so because when you swing hard your body your upper body and your hips are going to get ahead of yourself and your, your club head is not going to get there in time. So by the time you get to the ball, that club face is going to be wide open and hello, there's a slice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm good at slicing. I can slice with the best of them. And and you see with the pros, I mean, I watched it, you know, yesterday with Jordan Spieth. I mean, and part of it is with the, the fatigue as well. Um, you know, they're trying to get, by the time uh, people like Jordan Speed, I watched it with uh, Victor Hovland, they were getting tired because they're out there for five and a half hours. I was just going to say, this day. tournament, yeah, you know, five and a half hours, Tiger, that's got to be killing Tiger. Yeah, you know. and, and that's, that's why I think Tiger is struggling right now. I think he's plus two right now. And uh, I think it's just the fatigue in his leg and his back. I mean, he was stretching all day yesterday, uh, waiting for people to get off the green. Yeah. And, and that's really where it comes from. Yeah. And that, that's, I mean, heck, I play for a four-hour round would be long, you know. Yeah. And I'm tired. And I only do oh. it once. I only do one oh. day. They're going four yeah. days. Well, really, t- let's talk about what a week looks like for them. Like master's week. What's a master's week look like for a pro coming in? Like, let's start with uh, uh, Monday. They get there Monday or what, what is that? Monday is a travel um, day? Or? So some, most of them won't hmm. even get there Monday. Uh, most of them will get there Tuesday, depending on their schedule. Uh, yeah. Like I said, Tuesday, they have their uh, master's dinners. So all the former winners will have to come in. Bubba Watson, Fred Couples, people like that. Um, and then they'll, uh, start hitting the range Wednesday morning. Uh, and then they'll do a nine hole practice round on Wednesday. Uh, whether that's a pro-am, maybe it's not a pro-am. Uh, we had a pro-am at the concession and then Thursday you just start hitting it. But Wednesday they're on the range most of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, they're trying to figure out, oh, oh yeah. That was the, uh, remix of Joaquin Neiman get an eagle on number nine yeah. uh, yesterday he's playing well yeah. well right now he's hitting it out of the pine straw but... <laughs> yeah let's see he's on the ninth oh this is not where he was yesterday on the ninth tell me what kind of a shot do you think he needs to make right here other than a real um, good one 
I mean, with an eight iron, I think he's just going to play a normal shot. He's got a little tree branch in his way, but he's not even looking at it. The biggest thing with pine straw is you have to bury your feet in the in the pine straw. If you can't get the grip, you're going to slip, and that ball is just going to go straight out. Yeah. Um, this is a pretty good so shot right here. It, it is. It is. Like I said, it's a pine straw. It's going to kick out. It's going to play like the rough. And now he's pin high right and looking for a birdie putt. So yeah. that was a really good shot. Yeah, it was a good shot. Hey, so let's get back to what we were talking about. <clears throat> so they're weak. So Wednesdays they're they're pro am or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So they do Wednesdays like a little are... chip and putt here at the Masters, which is unique because I think they go out with their kids if they have one. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's that's uh, that's sometimes Tuesday as well. So they'll uh, they'll do a couple trick shots on sixteen. They'll do it over the or uh, no, that's uh, what hole is that with the water? Um, oh, Tiger man, did you see that? He just dropped his club. He hit. Heck. Oh, he just, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. Let's see what he did there. Uh, he fell out of it. Yeah, he wasn't he happy. So, so that's exactly what I said. So you see how that ball went to the right. So what he did there. Look at that. He fell out of that swing and that club face was wide open on impact. Yeah, his body uh, language is getting, it's getting to a point where he's just walking and he's like, he's pissed off. You know, well, <laughs> where I was watching Jordan Spieth's body language yesterday and he was like, you know, his shoulders were all slumped and he was like, it was a beat down, you know? Oh, oh yeah. No, he was, he was devastated. But the thing with Tiger is right now is it's the second day. And so what he's relying on, if you look at him right now, he looks like what he did back in the day when he was just ripped in the upper body Yeah. because what he's focusing on is, okay, I don't have the lengths leg strength to get that ball to go so now i have to work on my upper physique the problem with that is now you're relying on that upper body and that's when you're going to start shoving everything to the right because if you can't get it around quick enough now you're going to push everything to the right let me ask you this since we're talking about strength and all that stuff because you you know you you also, you caddy for pros, but then you caddy for Joes too. Just people that yes. just pay and show up. So yeah. let's talk about uh, strength, conditioning, all that kind of stuff, you know, because there's a huge difference in the pros and the Joes. Yeah. What kind of exercises are the pros doing in the off season to get themselves right for the, uh, for the season? Um, light weights, uh, a lot of lower legs. So hamstring glutes, um, quads, things like that. Um, you're looking at dynamic movement, uh, medicine balls, things like, uh, band work, a lot of band work. Um, you know, they're not going to be on the bench press a whole lot. If they are, they're not going to be doing heavy reps. They will be doing squats, deadlifts, yes or no, just depends on, uh, you want a more dynamic movement when it comes to the deadlifts, Um, so more like lunges. They're doing a lot of lunges, things like that, because, I mean, unless you're Bryson DeChambeau, who's just, you know, his own thing, you know, you want to keep your flexibility. You have to maintain your flexibility and your rotation, but still keep that power because the power comes from your legs into your upper body so they start with their legs work on their core their lumbar their back and then starts into their arms and i mean that's where it really comes from so you look at these these pros if you look at their legs that's where all the meat is you know i mean that's where the little guys like ricky fowler and and rory who's only about five six he hits a ball about 300 and i don't know 40 yards something like that it's just because his lower half is just so strong, yeah. but he keeps that flexibility. So, yeah, these guys are—they're uh, built different than the Arnold Palmers and the Jack Nicklauses, and you know, they those are. guys of the past. Where yeah. I, I'm not so sure those guys even—I mean, I think they stayed in shape, but they weren't like working out. Like, I think these guys—you know—I've been to these tournaments, and they have a trailer there where they got a masseuse, and yeah you know, and they have their own trainers come in and, you know, it's pretty cool. 
It's actually really well, cool. Well, you heard Tiger yesterday. He said, you know, well, I am had a great round. I'm one under, and uh, now it's time for the ice bath, but it's going to be really cold, and I know it's going to come. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's the kind of rehab they have to do after a round, and you're thinking, wait a minute, that's not an NFL player. Why does he have to do an ice bath? Well, you know, you're out there for five and a half hours. Your muscles are tired. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're twisting and swinging hard and, you know, heck these guys don't swing. They don't get half as many swings in as I do when I'm playing around. (laughs) Cause I hit that ball about 90 times and they only hit it about 60. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. It's, it's the same rotation over and over and over and over again. And that's where you get the back problems and knee problems and, that's why they're trying to rehab whereas in other sports such as you know maybe tennis or football or basketball you know you're all over the court you're all over the field so you're using your whole body but in golf you're using the main repetitive every single time yeah yeah Yeah, it's this is uh it is impressive oh you just about made that yeah Let's see. Tiger's got a pressure putt here. They're all pressure putts now. Because I, I saw, what is it, plus three won't make the cut or plus two? What is it? Plus I think three? it's plus two right now. But it, it? unless, it just depends on the leaderboard. If the leaderboard keeps going up, then the cut keeps going down. Yeah. yeah. So it just depends on the leaderboard. I wonder but, if that uh, pisses got... Tiger off that he's playing with a guy that, you know, was his – hero you know, when he was whatever you know tiger's 46 yeah so i mean 20 years ago this kid was not even born probably or just no and not, yeah <clears throat> joaquin neiman is 23 years old 23, tiger woods yeah. is 46 years old yeah i mean look at the age difference you know yeah and tiger's playing out there going oh my gosh i'm playing with a bunch of middle schoolers <laughs> like and they're beating my ass <laughs> I know, and, they're, and they're out driving me see how stiff he is look you know? at him here on this where he's he can't even he well, can't really he, even bend down squat. no he can't squat anymore his leg will not allow him to do that and it's because of the knee the the tendons between his knees will not allow him to go all the way down yeah so that's too bad um i mean I'm looking at the leaderboard right now, and the best score right now is still three under. So I think the cut is still going to actually might bump up to plus three, which will be in good putt, Tiger. Yeah. Which will be in Tiger's favor. Yeah. So yeah, he had a nice little birdie there. So he finished nine at three over. So, well, it was really four over from yesterday, right? Yeah. He was one under yesterday. So, Let's take him through Amen Corner. Let's see what he's got at 10 and 11 here and see if he. Well, I mean, a couple of years ago, that Amen Corner, that pull back nine, he had a uh, he had a 10 on number 12. If you remember that, he had yeah. a 10. And then he went par and then birdied the less the rest of the holes. So he he knows the course. He knows how to make it happen. But that was back when Tiger was Tiger. You know, this is yeah. a different Tiger. Has anybody ever won? I know he's won five jackets. Has anybody ever won five jackets? Or is he the only one? Or do you know? No, nope, he's the only one. He's the only one. Um, yeah. I don't know what the uh, next... Let, let me... Uh, I mean, obviously, as a millennial, I can always check the Google. <laughs> see how many Masters have been won. But uh, no, I believe he's won the most. Uh, let's see. Well, right now he's hanging at 28 with Bubba Watson, Rory McIlroy, and himself there. So. And Bubba Watson is a former winner. Yeah. So he has won. Yeah. But. Uh, How many will make the cut, do you think, roughly? I know you don't know exactly. Uh, so there are 90 players in the field. Uh, I would say out of 90, I would say probably about 40. Yeah. I would say 40 to 50 will make the cut. Okay. Um, so, 
the amateurs, there's uh, how many amateur players? There were six amateur players that are playing right now. None of them will make the cut, unfortunately. <laughs> um, none of them are doing well. But they, that's one of the things that Augusta provides is a chance for amateur golfers. Like pe- that, Those are the people that we caddy for. Amateur yeah. golfers that, you know, they're not on tour yet. They're not sponsored by anybody. But they get the privilege to... Uh, go to these events, go to Firestone, go to uh, Laurel Valley, Oakmont, things like that, that we get privileged to caddy for. How do you become a caddy for one of these guys, these big time hitters, unless you're his brother, his cousin, his high school golf yeah. coach? You know. <clears throat> it's all communication. It's all about who you know. Yeah. Um, it, it has nothing to do with your resume. It really doesn't have to do um, it's who they trust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all about, um, you know, do you, you, you know, are we on the same page kind of thing? Uh, you talk it up like, um, so Phil Mickelson had his old buddy bones as a caddy and now bones is now caddying for, uh, Justin Thomas. Okay. So, you know, that's just communication. That's just, you know, Phil saying, "Hey, this is my guy." Yeah, didn't Phil really let him good. go and he's then hired? Phil let him go and hired his brother, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I love how they put that graphic up on the top of the screen now with the ball speed and the apex of the of the. You know, I think that's yeah. so, that's a that's, for uh, me that's, that's a great addition. That's called the uh, the. Uh, top tracer we call that the top tracer so it's a camera behind the actual camera and it tracks the ball and so you're going to get you know the curvature of the ball and you're going to be able to see the kind of the line of where the ball's going but it's also going to pick up ball speed it's going to pick up apex swing speed Uh, most of these guys are averaging swing speeds of between 100 and I would say between 160 to 180, maybe 190 if you're Dustin Johnson. Average swing speed for an amateur, like maybe me and you, 120. Really? (laughs) If that gives you, you know, kind of a, yes. If that gives you a retrospect of, you know, the regular golfer. These guys, their swing speed is so fast. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You got to grip it and rip it. Speaking of that, yeah. let's talk about old John Daly. What's going oh, on with him? JD. So him and his son uh, got to win uh, the father and son tournament recently. Uh, I think it was this year, actually. Yeah. Um, he came up to get this. He came up to my golf course this summer. Yeah. Up in Nemecol. Uh, or up, uh, up in up Nemecol at- and Woodlands. Yeah. 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 How fun. Uh, he played with the Joe brothers. So, uh, you know, he, he's a great guy. Um, I got to see him hit a shot on one of our par threes, number three. Uh, I think he was playing from the whites with some of his buddies. It plays 175 to the pin. And I watched him swing it like it was nothing. And he stuck it to about three feet. What did he hit? What did he use for a one seventy five? A nine iron? Uh, one, I no, probably a seven iron. Yeah, nah, he was probably hitting a seven iron. Because yeah, he, he plays, I mean, he takes that thing way back and then. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Does no, he still he do that? Pass. Does he still have that flexibility? Yes, yep, he still takes a pass parallel, but with him, it's you know, with that part three, he plays a little uphill. So maybe he could have stepped on an eight iron, but I think he was just trying to relax. He was yeah. out there with his buddies. You know, he wasn't trying to. You know go crazy or anything so probably seven iron for him does his son do the same thing take it way past yes really john daly jr has the same swing absolutely is he decent i haven't seen him play oh he's very good yes yeah he's actually playing he's a freshman at uh arkansas yeah arkansas daddy went yep he's a razorback there you go maybe we'll watch him in one of these tournaments one day yeah we'll see man that's got to be hard to be, you know, Tiger's son, John Daly's t- son, Michael Jordan's son, LeBron yeah. James' son, you know, there's so those guys, 
you know, they didn't have to live up to an expectation like their children do. So that's crazy. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, did, did his son want to be a golfer? I mean, did he have that passion or, you know, maybe he wanted to be a baseball player or something like that. But John Daly says that his son just watched him golf so much that he was just like, you know what? I want to try that. And he picked up the stick and he was just natural at it. And he's pretty good at it. And he's very good at it right now. Yeah. When these, when these guys make the turn at nine, I know this is a tournament, but you know how, like when we're just golfing, we go into the clubhouse and grab a hot dog and a Snickers and a, you know, <laughs> yeah, what, they just keep marching all the way through. There's no break, a Gatorade uh, break or a, they, they do. They keep, they keep, they have to keep the pace because again, like, you know, Tiger was out there for five and a half hours. Um, they have all their snacks inside those tour bags. They have protein shakes. They have uh, cliff bars. They have all their snacks inside those tour bags. Yeah. And uh, that's why whenever I have to carry one of those, I am so happy when they start eating because I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of light now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, no, those they bags are heavy. How out. heavy are those tour bags? Oh, geez. It uh, depends how many holes you have to go through, but <laughs> like, I like mean, what would Tiger's bag weigh? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, hundred pounds? No, no not a hundred. Fifty? No. I would say fifty. I would say maybe fifty. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a cool drone shot they have there. That's a good, good shot. Well, very cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing. And uh, yeah, always repping. Always repping, coach. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see this. Who do you think is going to win it? Oh, man, I still have my money on uh, Dustin Johnson. I still want to see him pull through. We, uh, we share the same last name, so I feel like we're brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some, there's some guys and you know, the weather will change obviously by the weekend, the weather's going to change. It's been decent. It's been windy, but decent. It's been but, very windy. Even down here in Sarasota, very windy. It's up to uh, 22 miles an hour right now. Geez. So, yeah. That's a, that's a two club wind. So before I got you on here, I was asking what the heck, why aren't you out on the golf course now? And you said, well, everybody's watching this tournament. There's no one that wants to play. <laughs> Nobody plays. I mean, we we literally are glued to the screens because, like I said, this is the Super Bowl for the caddies. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is this is the biggest deal for us. The U.S. <laughs> Open is big. The Ryder Cup, you know, is big. But there's too many other people involved. This is close to home. I mean, this is just north of us in, in Augusta. Yeah. And, uh, you know. That's where everybody's at, you know? I mean, maybe people will golf in the morning, but as soon as the, the TV turns on at about, what, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock uh, Eastern time, oh, forget it. Yeah, they're all there. Especially down here in Sarasota, Bradenton, where this is, you know, big golf capital of the world, so. Yes, it is. They go from the north down to the south. Golf yep. up, golf down, golf up, <laughs> just based on yeah. weather. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see Tiger's shot here. He's he's like in position A. He's on number 10 there. He's yeah. going to go over the bunker. So the green used to be right where that middle bunker is. Oh, and they and pushed they it back? Pushed, they pushed it back because the, the players were hitting it so far. So um, I actually, one of the caddies that I work with, he actually played uh at augusta on tour uh his name is pete kearns he played in the 80s um but he played back when the green was where right where that bunker is in front of tiger really uh, but he has all the intel on augusta he knows augusta inside and out it's incredible to hear his stories heck we should be interviewing him we got to get pete on here <laughs> tiger uh, hit it in the bunker oh oh whoa no he didn't wow what a shot wow Give him a round he of still got it 
kids still got it. Yeah. Good job, man. He's rallying for the cause. That was a killer shot right there. He Ooh. loves he loves the back nine of Augusta. That's really where he starts to go. He just trying to he he honestly just tries to get through the front nine because four, five, six, seven, really tough stretch. And then once you get on the back nine, you're gonna look at a lot of birdies. You think so? I mean, that shot, that's smooth, what he just hit right there. That's big time. Golly. You couldn't have thrown it there any better. Well, I mean, I could have. <laughs> no, I've seen you throw a football. <laughs> I can't throw a football. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, not a no, that's a hell no. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Good. All right, man. Keep repping. Yeah, coach. Thanks for the talk, bro. I'll talk to you. All right. Enjoy the Masters. Man, I couldn't leave you with Tiger coming up to hole. This is 11, right? He just he just got off 11. He's coming on to number 12, par 12. 3. So we're in the midst of Amen Corner. Let's talk about this hole right here. Yep. This is the par three over the, over, what is it? Ray's Creek. Is that what they call it? Ray's Creek. Yep. Yeah, it plays, I mean, middle of the green, it plays 155. Um, and it's the flattest green on the entire golf course. And they just move the flag stick uh, between left to right to middle um, on, and, you know, Thursday round, they put it right in the middle, which is behind a bunker, which is, and they have a bunker behind it. It's super then, narrow, isn't it? At the at the middle it, part. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a, it's you know it's a cucumber shaped green, um, and most of the time they either go super long or they go super short. Uh, it's very tricky based on the wind to figure out what club you want. Yeah, I've actually been here and and seen this, and it's not easy. I mean, where they're teeing off from and where they got to go over that creek and the severity of the slope from the green down to the creek is so crazy. And there's a lot, there's a lot of processing that goes into this shot right here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you watch most of these players are talking to their caddies for a good two, three minutes about uh, how, you know, the wind, where, what the direction it's coming from. The green actually sits about plus five yards uphill. So most of them are playing to the back of the green and then trying to funnel it down. Uh, but that can also be a problem because if you flush the iron, you're going to be in a back bunker, which is problem. So, yeah. How often do they refer back to their book? Uh, you know, they carry that book in their pocket. And that book is, you know, how to read the greens and all that kind of stuff or where the flag, the pin is and all that. But do they ever like say, you know, do they have their own personal notes in that book of like, I used a seven iron here on this shot last three years ago or whatever. And, um, you know, it just depends on the, uh, on the player. Um, a lot of the, like for me as a caddy, most of my books just defer to the direction of the green slope and also the, the, the wind direction. Yeah. Um, other than that, it, it's just up to the player and the, and the practice round they had, you know, what club are they going to choose? You know, maybe they choose a couple of different clubs. Um, do they have a little adrenaline going? Are they relaxed? Are they kind of nervous? That's, that's really where it comes up to this part three. Yeah. So I don't have my volume up. What what club do you think he's swinging here? Uh, let's see. I have to see where the pin is, but I would say he's probably an eight iron. You know, most of these guys are going to hit a smooth eight iron. If they press on a nine, they really have to press on it, which means they're going to pull it left. Um, so they're just going to usually do a smooth eight iron. The older guys are going to do probably a seven things like that. And it also depends on the technology of their clubs. So, yeah. Right. So are they waiting for um, the other guys to hit up to 11 to, to let the crowd kind of just, you know, cause the, that whole amen corner is 
what is it 11 yeah, 12, so you have, 13 right there exactly so when they're teeing off um to their i'm trying to think yeah to their left is number 11 green yeah and so you know those the uh the crowd can cheer for somebody's shot on 11 maybe they're waiting for the crowd to you know to see us something like that um other times they're just rehearsing their shot they're just trying to relax just you know if they had a bad shot on 11 they're just trying to get their deep breaths in trying to relax their minds so yeah yep they're showing they just showed 11 yeah exactly the wind is somebody had a good wind is howling down there in this corner right Right. now you can see that lady's holding her hat oh yeah definitely wow look at that wind yeah I mean, the wind, even like I said, in Sarasota, it's about 22 miles an hour gust. So, you know, that's a club wind. So uh, it shows here that it's 156. He's going with an eight iron. Um, and he's just trying to figure out the wind because you can't feel the wind between the tree line and the tee box. But as soon as that ball goes up into the air, that's when the wind hits it. Yeah. And knocks it flat right into the creek. Right. And that's the thing. That's what you don't want. So your safe side is just to go long. The ball's up. Let's see where it goes. So they got the pin over oh, there on man. the left side. He's like he eight feet from the pin. Yep. He had a beauty there. That's really nice. It was. You can see how his whole body language is complete. Look at it. His whole body language is completely different. He's like, you know, smiling with well, his caddy. Exactly. He's relaxed. But you saw how long it took him to get to that level. His process. Yeah. He took yeah. about 12 practice swings, really, just to get to that swing. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh let's see Tiger's body language from the time he steps up and approaches his tee shot to after he hits it. We'll see. I, I love reading athletes' body language. I love looking yeah. at their eyes and what they do, you know, and look at look at him now. He's like, hmm, and you know how he's processing and he's talking to his caddy and, you know, his caddy gives well, him whatever and he's like, interesting. okay. It's interesting. As soon as Joaquin Neiman hit his shot, Tiger automatically grabbed a club. Tiger automatically knew what club he wanted and – you know, his caddy's there to reinsure him, but Tiger knew what he wanted to you do. You got a seven iron. Yeah, exactly. See, so he's a little bit older. He knows he can't hit it as far as these young guys. So he's going to do a smooth seven iron. And he smacks it and use oh. the and use the azaleas as his backstop. Look at that body language. In, into that back bunker. And oh. all he wants to do is look at his caddy and go, what the, f- why'd you tell me <laughs> to use a seven? I've been wondering oh. I read, I read his lips, what he said, and it was French. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got to stay in here to see if he can get it over uh, out of that bunker. At least it rolled oh. back in the bunker because, you know, he could be laying in a downhill lie up in the azaleas. I've seen that before, too. That was not good. Yeah, uh, so they got that pin all the way to the right side there. It looks like that wind's coming off the left to the right. So, you know, with this is one down. of the most iconic walks in all of sports, right? Oh, uh, isn't it though? Over that bridge? Yeah. It's just, it's something else. Look at that crowd. There's 40,000 people right there in this Amen corner. Yeah. Why would They're just you trying to keep the fire code at. at... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and, you know, it's, you can tell Tiger's body language because he never let that iron out of his hand. So that's still his because he wants to snap it over his knee and throw it at the caddy. So, you know, you're talking about body language as an as a caddy. You know, we're like when we're bag carrying, we're instructed to you know grab their club and put it back in the club in the bag and clean it. When those guys are mad, they're going to keep onto that club until they get to that green. You know, and so that's that right there. And you and you don't want to walk near him like his caddy. His caddy was walking twenty yards ahead. You see how far away he was? He's, he's 20 yards ahead of Tiger. He's like, I'm not going to let this guy hit me in the back of the head with his club. Oh, man. He said, Tiger, this is on you. I'll give you your putter when you're ready. <laughs> uh, he's going to need a wedge to get out of that uh, 
if he hits it across the green, skips it across the green into the creek, that'll really be something. No, they, he, he can get out of there. Well, I think, I mean, he's he's going to be on the upslope. He's going to have a, probably like a 50, 58, 60 degree wedge. You're so holding your phone in front of your face, it. man. You can't do that for TV time, your beautiful face. You got to keep it low or out of the way. <laughs> Look at this. Chip. Oh, it got caught in the grass, caught in the long grass. He didn't take too long. To uh, so what he, you know what he did there? Yeah, he's getting a bogey at minimum. <laughs> That's what he did. No, in, the, in the golfing term, it's called a decel. It's whenever you go to hit the shot and you stop on the shot. You go to hit it and you stop halfway because you're trying to get too cute with it. To me, it's like he just rushed up there and just whacked at it. I was like, what? yeah, you know, what the what? What the heck? <laughs> it is a what the what? Does he chip here or does he take a little, little, uh, no, and... uh I think he'll putt this either yeah. putt or he's been using this four iron specialty yesterday. Is he this a downhill deal to the, to oh, the yeah, hole? downhill, but it again, it's flat. It's going to move to his left, uh, right to left. So. Hey, well, while we were away and we're waiting for Tiger to putt this, Jack Nicholas won six jackets. Yep, six jackets. And they say there's no entry fee. They just have to pay a locker fee, $50. Is that crazy? <laughs> and guess what they put in that locker? Everything. Do they? Oh, dude, every single sponsor puts everything on that locker. 12 pairs of shoes, every single hat, every single new shirt. Every So I watched a uh, tailor-made uh, thing on YouTube, and Dustin Johnson showed his locker through, like, the Ryder Cup and, like, the U.S. Open. They just rack up those lockers. With what do they do with all that gear? Do they just give it to their people? I don't know. That's what I want to know. I mean, obviously, you're going to wear it four days out of the week yeah. but it's like what do you do with the rest here's tiger putting for par off of here let's see so, what he's got like I said, downhill right to left it's not going to break a whole lot whoa man he almost parred that thing Whew. wow I'm a, I'm a good caddy did you see that read <laughs> if you're that good you you should be there and not i know there. right <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're sitting over there drinking a beer when you could be over here carrying a bag. Whoops. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. That's good. Good stuff. All right, man. Hey, thanks. And uh, keep repping. I'm out. Yep. Rep it out. Thanks, Chad. Thanks for coming on another rep. Hey, if you like another rep, Hit subscribe, hit like, tell your people, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, and uh, let's keep repping. But for today, I am out. <laughs>